and welcome to the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast, episode 107, where today we are bringing to you some client experiences and direct interviews with those who have employed us for our coaching services. The wonderful world of podcasting allows us to do this, allows us to sit down, speak quite frankly, raw and real, looking at the insights of individuals who decide to have coaching for themselves from a personal perspective and from a professional perspective. And for them to share with us their initial reservations, their initial situations where they were looking to develop from A to B, what was possibly holding them back and how we overcame that. These particular interviews that you will hear today on this episode are actually two people that are in the coaching space themselves. For myself and Lauren, that has an even deeper meaning to it to help these individuals move forward because we collectively look at raising the bar and hiring the standards of the coaching space, how people operate, or your personal space, wherever you are, right now so turn it up take away any distractions short and snappy interviews with the wonderful natalie claire and the awesome john sutcliffe both local to sheffield so do give them a follow from our instagram and check their work out as well and show them support natalie claire worked with lauren and john worked with me direct over zoom on lockdown so there is a lot to delve into fasten your seat belts enjoy and we'll dive straight in here with me today, I have the lovely Natalie Clare. She's also based in Sheffield and myself and Natalie Clare actually met at an event. I think it was the back end of 2019. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. can tell us a little bit more about that as we, as we get started. Natalie Clare has her own life coaching business and has joined myself and Lauren in the business for coaching herself to help propel and enhance your your own journey and your own direction. So thank you for joining us today, Natalie Claire. I must say, right, from first meeting you to seeing you flourish Mm -hmm. as the business owner and the the very empowering young woman that you are today is is an absolute honour. And I love it. Every time you're online, you know I send you the little DM <laughs> Instagram account and I'm like, yes, good work, you know, and, and really giving you all of that. So, so yeah, what, what was it about coaching first and foremost that firstly you was interested in mm. as a business and then secondly, what got you involved in getting involved with another coaching business for yourself and for your own benefit? Wow, where it began is, <laughs> and it's interesting actually, it, it is with, my first, my very first coach, it was a point where I had no clue what coaching was about. And it was just a simple interaction, all about confidence, all about what more can you do in this life? And I was like, well, I don't know what this is really about, but I'll give it a try. And it was at the end of that, that I was like, wow, because the monumental shifts I felt in myself, in my life, I was like, wow, I'd love to do this for others. And that's when it first sparked like, oh, okay, this is something I could do to help others. Someone has helped me. So how can I do it? So I kind of started venturing into how do I become a coach? (laughs) I got some education and learned about being a coach. I did a lot of personal development, all reading books and just 
absorbing it all on YouTube, through books, through podcasts, many different things. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I can help anyone. I'm a life coach. But then another challenge cropped up is being a life coach and having a life coaching business are two different things. You can't, you need different skills sets for both. So it was 2019 when I got started and I was just plodding along, trying to do my thing, trying to be a a coach, a life coach and trying to start my business. And it was a struggle. It was a push and a struggle. I I think I had only one client that year. (laughs) And I was like, right, I need help. I really need help. And I, I went to many networking events and sometimes I would come home crying because it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But then I just kept on going, kept on going. And that's one thing I'm determined. That's one thing I'd say about myself to just ca- carry on going. And it was at the end of that year when I went to the event at the big center. I can't remember the name where, where we met. Yeah, it was a business expo at the Magnus Center in Sheffield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I came across you. And I don't know, just even from across the room and on your table, you just seemed to be so organized. Other people were flailing around and just like trying to throw business cards around. And it just seemed disorganized everywhere I went. But I could see you from afar. And I was like, oh, this is nice. This is different. A woman in business, she looks in control. She looks very confident. And I came across you and I, when I came to your stand, you didn't try anything you were just like literally like a real person just chatting you're like hey how are you doing what you're about and that's what I liked about you I was like wow this is really nice interaction like you made me feel comfortable really quickly and that was a good sign that's that's where it began and then I took some time over the over the holidays to think about what I need and what else I could do it took a few months and especially once the pandemic started that's when I was like right I cannot do this alone <laughs> and then I got back in contact and I was like yes I'd like some help I need to get my business off the ground it was still a struggle yeah, yeah. still a bit stop start you knew what you wanted to do but you just needed that extra guidance and direction and support as well you know we're, we're really big on that as you know we are in terms of you know having the right corner and the right champions around you to, mm-hmm. to help propel you you know we can't do the work for you mm-hmm. and same as you can't do the work for your clients but it's kind of if we all push each other in the right direction we're, okay. we're kind of we've got that positive momentum going so when you did first then obviously we connected and what have you I remember I remember chatting to you I, I chatted I chatted to as many people as I physically could do on that day as well as I I, I did present were you, were you actually in the audience when I spoke? Yeah. yes yeah. I was uh-huh. right okay I mean I can't remember every individual from from the audience there but you know as people came up to our station throughout the rest of the day you always stick in my mind you was with your mom yeah yes so yeah it's it's very profound in the in the old gray matter there (laughs) after that point of us connecting then obviously you would have connected with us online and and followed all of that through would you say that you had to you were waiting for a certain time for it to feel right for you to move on or you know we working on other variables that you were thrashing out at the time reason why I'm asking you that Natalie Claire is because you know, when people know that they need help and they meet somebody that they're like, yes, I, you know, I, I really like what you do. I like what you stand for. I like, you know, how you approach things. Some people still stand back a little while waiting for the perfect time. So what was it in that kind of disparity between us first meeting to then you actually getting on your one-on-one sessions with Lauren? 
Yeah, I, I would say it did take me a time to really say I should go for it and get the help I need. I was still very much of, you know what, I'm great at learning things. I love learning new things and I'm a quick learner. So I was like, I can, st- I can learn what I need to do. And the difference between learning for yourself and having someone to guide and support you is that you can get more focused. But when you're learning on your own is you can learn anything and everything in basically a whole encyclopedia all about business. And I was attempting that. I was attempting to learn everything about business and try everything out instead of being focused. That's when I realized that, yes, that's what I'm missing. Really, the one thing, a few things I can focus on and just keep going and staying in my own lane, basically. Just like, okay, focus on my things and keep going. Don't think about trying every single business I plan and guidance and idea. Especially in the time of the pandemic, I was like, right, especially because you guys were, you and Lauren, very much online. I was doing a lot of in-person events and that's how I met people. So when that all that stopped, I was like, oh, I don't know how to present myself online. <laughs> From watching you both, I was like, wow, you're always online you always stand for what you value your own values you're very clear on your brand and you consistently do that and I was like yep that's what I need I need to know what I stand for know my values and be consistent so, so obviously that has now been achieved yes I just want to point out there as I did allude to your your one-on-one sessions wasn't with me it was with Lauren yes. so did did Lauren really go to town on you on that and putting you to task on let's knuckle you down about who you are what you stand for yes most, most definitely and one thing we really discovered is I do know what I want I do know what I stand for but it was about showing that to others having boundaries with my time with my space and actually verbalizing it outwardly. So I know I'm very certain for myself what I value and what I want, but it's important for me to express that out, whether it's people in my family, in my life, or people outside of that. That was very important. And just to get comfortable expressing that outwardly, that was one thing we really worked on and that helps. And many exercises are about actually sharing what you do on a day-to-day basis showing others how you're being consistent, showing others what you're learning and growing, even if you fail, what you're doing to overcome that failure. Just being able to share that openly, that was really the, the best lesson I learned, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. And you know what, it has been apparent, like I've said, you know, the growth in you has been astronomical within that in itself from that very first time where you're like I can remember I think Lauren was on holiday at some point and you were che- you were checking in with me for a, a short yeah. while and I remember that and, and you were petrified at some things that we're asking you to do and it's like but you see you now and it's like it's it is thrilling to watch so you, you've been the the absolute epitome of getting out of your own way and pushing those comfort zones mm-hmm. what I do want to ask you is come on Lauren's not here I'm, I'm interviewing you <laughs> What was it like working with Lauren? You know what? It was uncomfortable at times. You need that in able to grow. You, you need that feeling of feeling uncomfortable so that you can push past it. And when bigger things happen in your life, challenges and things, you have that, that strength within you to just push through. Sometimes I was, especially the task we did about figuring out how many hours I actually put into my business. I just out of a hat said, oh, 30 hours a week. And she asked me to track it. And I was like, 
it looks like 10 to 15 actually <laughs> that's, it's not true so it's like now I have to get to work and do those 30 hours if that's what I said I will do that's what I need to do so it got me out of my comfort zone but heading in the right direction and actually working on my business which is what I want to do I want to grow my business it's my dream and I want to keep achieving the goals that I set it was uncomfortable at times but all good all for my own good Mm -hmm. But even in terms of that, when that was kind of like exposed and the spotlight was on, it was like, oh, I did say I did all this. And this is why I'm not happy with the results, because maybe I'm not putting enough time and effort Mm -hmm. and application into my business. Mm -hmm. But what was she like with you? Was it quite encouraging, understanding? It wasn't sort of a teacher-pupil scenario. It was kind of, you know, she was there to encourage you and and bring you along. Yeah, definitely collectively. And really also being able to have a safe space to allow me to open up and then to also have the safe space to push a little as well. So that balance was really important. Being able to have a space where I can open up, but also have a space where I can be pushed a little as well. That was, it was really helpful. It's interesting that you say that because I know from sort of, you know, feedback and what have you that we've discussed in in the past, that you were quite surprised how much personal emphasis there were. Yes. Just mentioned that you were, you know, you were learning all about business strategy and direction and all of the different angles that you could take on things to grow a business. And you were quite taken aback how much focus then it needed from you as the individual. Yes. Mm-hmm. so talk us a little bit about that obviously not divulging on anything that was covered but what mm-hmm. why, why did that surprise you I think it's just my academic background I am so used to learning something and being good at it because I've learned it this time it needed more than just me to learn something it, didn't, it needed me to to be a leader to lead myself and so that surprised me in terms of I had to learn how to lead in my personal life I had to learn how to lead in relationships in other areas other than business so that I could actually be the best for my business. Yeah, it was such a a learning curve to be like, right, this is me now. Nothing to do with all the strategy, all the things. I can just learn in a book, but it's actually me and what I need to do to grow myself and be a leader. First-hand experience from your, your own coaching practices and the spotlight on you of what our ethos is about hashtag you first. Yes. You know, we can't just go looking at the external strategies, especially when it's you that's pushing things forward. It's you that's driving that business. It's you that's, you know, conducting business with other people. It all then actually does come back to us, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. You've learned that now from having my brand and knowing what that stands for Mm -hmm. and being like the strap lines and the graphics and all of our marketing material. But until you then embody it yourself to then go, actually, yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh Definitely. It starts within. It starts with you. Definitely. In, a, in every which sense. So I want to talk to you now about like your business now. You said in 2019, you had one client. Mm-hmm. And obviously then that developed. You had your challenges of the pandemic, shifting things online, you you yeah. learning and growing as you go, putting that and, and Lauren's instruction and direction into practice. Mm-hmm. What's the business like now? Because the, the actual outcome of things has just been completely different, hasn't it? It's been transformational. Yes, it has. Business is going well. I'm able to consistently get clients. And it's nothing, it's all the things I learned in business strategy. They're great. But 
more than anything, it's just been me. I've, I've had a client come to me and I was like, oh, okay, so why did you decide to have coaching with me? And they were like, I just like your vibe. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> so it's just being me and sharing who I am and what I do rather than all the, the lists of things I think I have to do for the business. And just continually growing, knowing that you do need support, you can't do it alone. Just being in a space spaces of where people support you and help you grow that is now something that I know I have to do continuously always have the right people around me always continue to grow and have support and yeah not have to do it alone definitely you know what I was I was smiling at them when you first said about you asked the client why they chose to work with you what they said to you was like a mirror what you said about why you was attracted to to HEW and myself back yeah. in 2019 mm-hmm. so yeah. what you what you saw in me as being real yes. is what then your clients are now seeing as you in wow you. So. I didn't even realize until you said that wow yeah that's a complete circle moment how does that make you feel tremendously happy wow yeah I'm comfortable in who I am happy in who I am and I'm expressing it so people will take what they like Absolutely. The thing is, you, you know as well as anyone within this, we can't be all to everyone, can we? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and often in business, we try to do that and we try to fit into everybody's requirements and pigeonholes and everything else. Whereas then that doesn't necessarily give that vibe that you've just been discussing. Mm-hmm. Like, so whatever you're doing now in terms of vibing on your own frequency and developing your business in your way, for you is obviously helping you attract the business and help clients move forward so and, and that's the main thing mm-hmm. well done you thank take you. our hats off to you <laughs> thank you so much I can't thank you and Lauren enough actually you you kind of at different stages of life and business you you always need support and you have to go out there and get it you have to be the one to say yes I need help I need support and it's time for me to go and get it now well we're always here we're always in the corner backing you up and supporting you and and cheering on what you're doing and how you're continuing to learn and grow because that's what it is even as coaches you know I know Lauren knows that we're obviously always still working on ourselves upskilling working with other people taking things from other mentors and coaches and 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 business support as we go Mm -hmm. and that's what it's all about so in that case if you know you tick a box and you've had some coaching for a little while and that's it you're all now and and can self everybody's life coaching issues and obstacles and and what have you continue that growth journey Natalie Claire it's been an absolute pleasure having you with us thank you so much so now we've heard from Natalie Claire we are moving onwards to the short interview with John so here we have John Sutcliffe with us from Sheffield John met with me, what, about 18 months ago, I think, when you attended one of our workshops in Sheffield. I'll let John do all the introduction and and things just there. But John is also a coach, so it's been fascinating working with John, helping John build his business, get to know who he is, what he's about, and how then he can best work with, influence, and improve other people's lives as well. Working very, very differently to HEW, specifically in relationships and sort of divorce breakdown and rebuild and things like that, which again, we're going to go into in much, much more detail. It's been a, it's been an interesting journey. So John, do you want to just inform us a little bit more about where you first heard of HEW and why HEW was the, the, the right choice for yourself? 
Yeah, no, thanks for that intro. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was going back to the days when we could meet face to face, face to face in a room. In the good it, old days. The good old days, yeah. Yeah, so it would have been, I think it was early March 2020. So literally a sort of days before lockdown kicked in. And, and at that time, I was just looking at honing skills from a, a social media perspective and I was looking around at what I could do that and then yeah spots that you guys are doing the social media confidence workshop and because it with, with it being local I thought even better I can just pop into town and I love this city hall it's one of my favorite music venues but I think in terms of the space we had there was, was really really good I think the the reason for choosing it initially was I think the conversations we'd had before I signed up for it were, were really good and really positive and its location sort of ticked a box so that was all good and the the workshop itself was brilliant you know just a small set session there wasn't too many people in there there was really good detail it's delivered well with yourself and Lauren as well and I thought this is great it's two northern two northern girls this <laughs> this will do me because I think with that comes a nice warmth to it Nobody was put under pressure, getting people engaged, involved, and it was challenging. But it felt like you're in like a good learning space as well. And I felt it was a, a reality to it because the coaching, from my perspective, the coaching that I've been probably involved in is quite academic, doing a diploma in personal performance coaching, which, which is, is great for, for learning. But it is it's an academic way of textbook side of, of work. So it's good to see coaching in action. And that really appealed to me in terms of how you both delivered that. I thought it was a bit of a, you know, it's a good departure from what you're told is the, the true way to coach, the, the textbook way of coaching. It's good really just to see it, how positive it is and what reactions you can get by involving people and a bit of men, you know, a real mix of coaching, mentoring, consultation. It was good. It was a good, vibrant session. Good. So back then you were studying, weren't you, for your coaching diploma? Yeah. And you were looking at starting off in business yourself, gaining clients, gaining that traction, ready to, to impact other people. Why coaching though, John? What, what was it about coaching for you? Why did you go down that channel? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think my career predominantly, I'd say approaching sort of 25 years, which scares me when I think of that, has, has been within branded businesses, within primarily within the sales functions. And, and within that time, I've had the opportunity to manage people. And, and I think that's when I was against that time of if you create where you're like, what next? What do I need is a bit of a challenge. Can I do this for another 20 plus years through to retirement? And I was looking back at bits of my career, which I found were most enjoyable. And that was, as much as it's challenging, it was managing people. And I, and I think my style very much naturally moves more towards coaching than not micromanaging for sure. So that's where it first came about. I had uh, also a good friend of mine. He's always spoke about coaching for years. He's worked in for pharmaceutical industries, American-based, and, and we know how big coaching is in America, and particularly within business culture as well. So, so he was doing it. He'd just gone solo in sort of a combo. He was doing a bit of a hybrid of coaching, stroke, sales training. So I chatted to him about it, and I thought, yeah, that, that, that sounds appealing. I'd like to learn more about it, you know, in terms of how you go about being a coach, really. So then when you, you started on your one-to-one -one sessions with myself, yeah. It was about kind of, you know, getting started, getting established. So you knew that you wanted to go into coaching. And I mentioned at the beginning when I introduced you about the fact that you specialize in relationship, relationship breakdowns, but then rebuilding and all of, all of what that kind of involves. So how did we reach that point from first going into coaching to then coming into really sort of narrowing that down and finding that niche? Yeah. I mean, for me, what I'd looked at, I was sort of falling into that generic 
and I don't like the phrase life coach. I don't, I don't like it, but you know what I mean? It's the easiest way to describe it, isn't it? Of, of being all things to everybody and, and coaching in so many different areas. And the, the, the thing which worked with working with yourself is to really start focusing on that niche. And, and the key element of that, which we covered early on, which was the eye-opener for me, was, was about knowledge, experience, and passion. And, and those three things, I just they stick with me now all the time. It's brilliant. And when, when I'm talking to fellow coaches, they're the three things, which just say, just focus, focus on those. I mean, I touched on sort of the knowledge bit when you put your question around why coaching, bit of knowledge of, of coaching previously. And, and I think that that is, that is valid in terms of that people interaction and, and how you work with people. That's key. Then looking at the experience side, well, you know, I've been through a breakup, been through a divorce, I've been through another toxic relationship afterwards. So great experience there. And then the passion for it, I think it comes with a, a being aligned with your values. And, and again, that's something we looked at with yourself in terms of what does that list of values look like? It's about helping others and wanting to make a, a difference there. So it really moved me from that general coaching to getting specific and, and getting real with it. And, and I think even on that journey, I think early on when I'd said, oh, right, relationship coaching could be the area I go to, going to be the divorced dad's coach. But even that discussion, we, we moved it on from there to become focused on men. That's fine. I think that's really good as a niche. But getting to sort of the relationship impact coach was, again, steps we went through with yourself. Just get, get it really specific. Get it right. Get it positive. Don't divorce dad's coach. Yeah, it's okay. You have got a target market. There's a clear, ideal client there. It's a bit negative. And, and again, that's what I needed to move me along with where I am now. Yeah. I, I must say, I've never known anybody as committed to the entire process as myself, and it's testament to you how dedicated you are, because obviously all the time in, when you've been doing your coaching, you've been doing all this studying and business building, you have a full-time job as well. But yeah. we literally between us, on the document drive, between our session notes and everything, we literally have a book in there, don't we? <laughs> Basically, all of your all of your teachings, all of your learnings, and then what you will be able to deliver through through your coaching syllabus. Yeah, um, I know that we cover a lot in our sessions, <laughs> but the volume that we've covered in the in your set of sessions has been above and beyond for me in terms of what we've created. So that is testament to what you have done in your own time to bring back to the table to give me more to work on with you. Definitely in the right, you're in the right field for sure. Um, yeah. You know, you are willing to be coach. You are willing to gain help to grow and learn yourself. And I think that's I think that's important as well from from a coach perspective. Yeah. I do want to ask you is how you've, you've you mentioned there about different from textbook and the generic and everything else. How has it been different? What were you expecting really? You know when you said about you know the two northern girls, but what were you expecting? <laughs> How has it been different to what you've experienced before? I think when you, you work with a specific coaching organisation, they'll, they'll give you the, the holy grail of coaching is all about being non-judgmental and you've got to leave it to the client to find the answers, which is fine. There's elements of that in terms of, of how we've operated and collaborated together. But I think it, it pushes it too far down the, the lane of, of a coach not using their experience appropriately to to jump in and say what about this i think it's vital if you're paying for somebody's services yeah it's, it's great if someone's just firing questions at you and you might come up with the answers but there's a whole other piece around it of being held accountable having really true support and i know you guys speak about having someone in your corner and that's what it's all about so it really shifted from that the mindset that you, you taught from a textbook of coach ask good questions that's what they're going to do and, and then you will give your client the aha moments and everything will be hunky-dory 
yeah, there's bits of that, but I think as a, as a process, it's just being having what I find with yourselves was massive in terms of clarity, support, expertise. You spoke about the work I've put in, but it's that's all. It's a real partnership that we've had, and that's what I've really enjoyed about working with you guys because we have created a, quite a, a wealth. That's where I was stuck, and it's great. That's that's why I kind of advocate getting a business coach more because it gets it out of your head down on the page and you're up and up and running with it and that, that accountability piece is huge for me because you know week on week out you need it just because it's all the time it's getting you to that end goal it's just those small steps all, all the way and that was handled really brilliant getting real getting clear on it just the process worked well and it's engaging it's light-hearted but not light touch there's a real deep dive on stuff but yeah i, I just think it's that real it's the impact of what you're told here from from an academic perspective to what you, what clients really want is there's a massive difference and that was the eye you know the eye opener for me and, and that got the sense of that at that workshop oh I, I can see and and, and with with looking around again before I look for a business coach I've always followed you guys since that workshop I've really loved the content you put out there and and I just thought I knew I thought yeah this is right for me and it's not always what you what you want is it it's what you need mm, yeah. And- and on that note, is there anything? Obviously, that was that was all fantastic and really positive, and I'm thoroughly, thoroughly pleased that you've enjoyed it all. And it has ticked the objectives of what you came to us with in the first place, which was getting started, getting that clarity, opening up your communication channels was massive for you in terms of how you're going to then be sort of establishing and, and getting to grips with what that business is, what it looks like, and how do we get you out there? And then the sales and marketing, obviously, that we've started to put together towards the end as well for your plan. But that's all well and good that we've ticked all those boxes. But was there anything that you didn't enjoy? Or was there anything in part of the process where you felt a little bit uncomfortable or exposed or anything? No, no, nothing. Nothing really springs to mind. I think the bits, this is all, all in the reality of it, to make a step. And when we were working more in terms of relationship and getting in touch with my own experience, I think that was, that was, a bit, that was tough. But I didn't dislike doing it because when I was doing it, I was thinking, you know what, this could be the last time that I really think back to that and and pull out those details and have a real look at what my story is. And and I feel that I'm where we're spinning it towards. And and I remember you saying at the time, this this could be uncomfortable for you. But you checked in. Are you all right doing it? It wasn't in in any way did I think I was being pushed towards it. You have to do this. It's not how you guys operate. And checked in with me. Is it the right thing? And And it was. And it sort of got it out. And then I started seeing it in a positive light which is hard with that sort of stuff it's uh, full of grief and emotion and uh, but I just felt you know what these little bits of my my story now are gonna help somebody else and, uh, and and that's that was the beauty of it making a huge song and dance about it you sort of positioned it nicely to work it through and I think that was only really the the toughest bit of it but after that it's just everything everything then flows because it gives you that sort of confidence of yeah well, I've got the knowledge, I've got the experience, right, and I've clearly now got the passion because it, it's working from a, from a values perspective, as I said earlier. So, no, it did t- tick the box for me on across everything, no problems. Good stuff. So what's next then for, for you, John, and brand the relationship input? Yeah, well, I, I think you, you, you've set me up into that good position for mentioned about sales and marketing, and we've... Again, it was that clarity where I think I came to you in sort of the back end of the session saying, look at this plan I've done for June. I can talk about these things every day. And you're like, yeah, but that subject there alone could last you the month of June. You've probably created a 12 months content there. So again, it's that light bulb moment there of going, all right, okay, right. So that's how, how that works. So I think it's 
what we said before, he's getting out and doing it. And I, I loved your positioning to me of with a recent sort of well-being and fitness challenge I've done. Document that, get that out there, get people knowing you, raise your awareness. And, and early on, that's what it is. So it, it's good because then I'm not overwhelmed with it. If all in my mind, I'm going, it's just awareness, awareness, awareness. If it's three months of awareness, that's what it's going to be. Just build it, build it, build it. Give it time, be patient and enjoy it as well. And, I've, and I have enjoyed that so far. So I think it is just that it's what's next will be focus on the awareness and, and the sales and marketing side, have a play around with it, have a bit of fun, build, build content, do some videos and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's really giving me the confidence there just, just to go and do it. Yeah, I think that's that's where we are for the next steps. And it sounds corny, but I'm going to say it anyway, but it does make me feel really proud when you sit in the coaching seat and see how far you've come and seeing you with all of that enjoyment and excitement now because you know exactly what you're doing. You yeah. know what you're doing. You've put your own stamp on your identity. You've put your own stamp on your authority and you're not afraid of moving forward. Mm. And that is that is a, a very, very valuable place to be when it comes to business, particularly in something like coaching, when an expansive network, and everybody yeah. seems to be coaching these days, don't they, in terms of working mm. on which way, shape or form. But I really think what we've achieved here for yourself to really sort of nail that down, as I've said, the relationship impact coach, one to watch. So guys, if you're not already following John on social media then I suggest that you do and follow his journey and support his growth thank you for being on here John it's been an absolute pleasure yes thank you very much thank you so much for listening guys we hope that you enjoyed that and hope that you resonated a lot with those personal experiences there if you have any questions about coaching and how you can benefit from engaging myself Lauren or anyone from the HEW team on a personal level or within your business integration then do not hesitate to contact us via the website which is www.helpingentrepreneurswin.com look forward to hearing from you as always if you've enjoyed this please share it to any of your instagram stories on social media leave us a five-star review or come to us directly with any of your feedback comments or queries have an amazing day and thank you for being our listeners